Hello again, friends, and welcome to another fine edition of 151. This is actually a special side jobs edition of 151. My name is Adam, and usually I'm joined by a man named Justin. But, uh, you know, with COVID-19 and coronavirus and all that kind of uh, slowing the world down, Justin's been real busy lately. And uh, you know what? I just had a chance to do some podcasting tonight, so I thought, what the hell, let's do it. Uh, we are sponsored by Skeleton Wines. You can find out more about them at their website, SkeletonWine.com, or their uh, Facebook page at Skeleton Vineyards. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at 151theshow. And you can find us on uh, YouTube, God, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google+, and so much more. Uh, if you miss any of that, 151theshow.com is your best answer for all of that information. But joining me on the line right now, as I take a really deep breath, <sighs> you say all that and it just kind of runs together. Uh, joining me on the line right now, uh, one of my buddies, uh, we'll get into all the things that he does, but basically he's into the world of the paranormal. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. William Conkle. What's going on, Will? Hey, man. Uh, you know, just uh, trying to hack up this COVID, you know. I guess that's not very funny. I apologize. <laughs> no, it's fine. I think there needs to be a little bit of humor in the world, but uh, uh, you know how? Let me ask you this, because uh, you you've got kind of uh, uh, a number of different jobs. How has your world been uh, affected by COVID nineteen? Um, it's uh, as far as my job goes, my work, nothing has changed there. But essentials create essentials, right? Yeah. Such as lumberyards. They have to be open for us so we get materials to do our job. For those listening, I'm a contractor. So I go to the the lumber yard here in town. Small town Iowa, small town lumber yard. Uh, they change their hours. Oh, really? So they open up later and they close earlier. Which, you know, uh, to me, it doesn't make any sense because, you know, grocery stores do it, stock shelves clean, that kind of thing, to try to stay up on it. Yeah. Well, these these guys get there at 10 of door opening, and they're not cleaning or stocking anything, and then they leave early. Uh, they're only down one person. I've got to think that there's kind of a rhyme and a reason for everything everybody's doing, you know? Like, you may not get it on the surface as to why. You know, like take my yeah. work right now. I, you know, I, I work in radio normally, and they've got me doing a show from home. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have the uh, the live feel. You don't have the uh, phones and all that. But you know what? You're still working, so I guess that's something. So right, right. But you know that, and that's great for maybe the first week, and then you just start going stir crazy nuts, right? I, I I will be frank with you. I hate working from home. Yeah. I, I really do. I, I just, it's not for me. I like going, you know, especially because of me. I'm, you know, I'm a radio nerd. I'm a studio rat. And I hate not being in a studio. I hate not having the phones. It is what it is. I understand why we're doing it, but it's one of those things where it's like, God, I just want to be back at work. Yeah, yeah. So so actually you're working harder when you're at home. <laughs> you got to set it all up. Something like that. So, yeah. uh, Will, you're joining me on the line tonight. Um, we should probably get to why you're you're joining me on the line. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just called up some random contractor and thought, hey, let's let's talk to him for a little bit. No, as, as a lot of you know and uh, have listened to the show in the past, we we've dove into the world of the paranormal uh, a fair amount. We've had you know Seth Olney on. We've had uh, guy the guys from Paranormal Endeavors. We've had uh, uh, different folks on here and there and, and will kind of, fit... <laughs> yeah, that, 
we'll get to him here in a little bit. But uh, 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 Will, you are you and your wife uh, one are the caretakers of uh, Ferrar Element, or I always get this wrong. It's middle school, correct? No, it's elementary. Uh, elementary. elementary. Yep. Dang it. I, I don't know why that I, at one point I forgot how to what it was and now I cannot get it back. But uh, you and your wife uh, Jacqueline are the caretakers of uh, uh, Farrar Elementary uh, up in here in Farrar, Iowa. You're also uh, I guess founder and CEO of CNH Paranormal, correct? Yes, sir. <laughs> I just wanted to throw the CEO in there just because. Yes, yeah. I'm I, well, I'm I'm more president. You know, it, we're we're a democracy. The team is, but you know, I got power of veto. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, but uh, you guys do that. You host a lot of events up at Farrar. Uh, you take care of the place. Um, you and your wife do a lovely job. You guys have joined me on uh, the hauntingkggo.com, a paranormal thing we do on uh, the radio stations thing. But I uh, just want to do uh, kick back with you tonight, talk about the uh, paranormal a little bit and uh, uh, your life at Farrar and so on and so forth and how you got into this stuff. That sounds like a good time to me. So, I like to hear myself talk. Well, yeah, I know. Believe me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been to one of your events before. <laughs> <laughs> no, it will. Uh, if anybody's looking for information or into uh, uh, the haunting stuff, uh, hauntingatferrar.com is uh, the main website for uh, uh, Ferrar Elementary. Uh, there's a Facebook page at Haunting at Ferrar, and uh, your guys' uh, thing is at CNH Paranormal. We'll have links to all this. Uh, over on the page, but uh, needless to say, uh, you have an extensive history with the paranormal, correct? Yes, sir. I would think so. Uh, when did this all start for you? Like, was this something that? Uh, and this is—I I know we've had this conversation before, but we haven't had it with this audience. Uh, you know, was it something you were just interested in? Was it something you had experience with as a kid? Was it? Uh, you know, how did it start for you? Uh, you know, when I when I was a young one, I, I can remember as far back as elementary school, just being fascinated by it. You know, and they didn't they didn't have the TV shows then. I I, I remember a book I brought. It was uh, it was called Ghosts and Spirits, and it had a picture of the Brown Lady of Raynham Hall, one of the most famous ghost uh, uh, pictures ever taken. Okay. And you know, like now, what? Sixty years later, they're they're trying to debunk a, a picture that was taken sixty years. Ago. I just that don't make sense. But <laughs> uh, you know, and then growing up with my brother and my sister, we we had uh, we've had had experiences in these old houses we lived in in Salt Lake City, and um, and, and you know back then you didn't you didn't talk about ghosts and spirits because you were nuts. So yeah, we've kind of dealt with it. You just you lived with it. And, uh, I don't ever remember being completely afraid ever. Startled uh, is, you know, completely different than being afraid. Yeah. Because you didn't expect something. That's not necessarily fear. That's a, oh my God, what was that? That's having a uh, five-year-old at your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. All right. So it, it sounds like this stuff started at a young age for you, right? Yes, yes. When did when was the first time that you actually did something like investigative? Because you know that I think that's always you know kind of the breaking point for some people. They read up on it, they're interested, you know, they do all this research and stuff, and then they want to apply it. Uh, how long was it for you before you went out and was like, okay, we're gonna go out, sit in an old house all night and see what we come up with? Well, I've been uh, I've been a private contractor uh, now, foreman for another company, uh, so I have a day job now. Uh, but I was a private contractor working for myself 
And I had a day job then as a refrigeration maintenance guy. As a private contractor, I pulled uh, my first job was remodeling a house over by the uh, uh, the VA hospital here in, in, there in Des Moines. And um, we we gutted it. We totally changed the foot, footprint of the whole, whole top floor. Um, and come to find out it was haunted. At that point, you know, I was big on watching, uh, you know, because I was so interested in it. I, I was watching the TV shows at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, I think this audience probably knows what you feel about the TV shows. Uh, well, I actually <laughs> want to talk about that stuff here in a little bit, and not in a bad way, but I but I do want to talk about it. But but I, I watched them. Um, they were interesting to me. I never really uh, investigated before, so... I wasn't sitting around going, they're doing it all wrong. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. As, as I would now. But one thing that I can I can uh, say to that is that helped us give us some ideas. Uh, and it took me um, four months because I was working my day job to finish this first project of mine. At the end, I really didn't make any money because it took four months. But uh, <laughs> but I was just getting my feet wet in the, in the business. And you got to believe well, the first time that we got our first experience at that house, after cleanup, after the end of every day, we were trying to hone our skills and investigate and being a team and, and trying to get some answers. And, that, and that's one of the reasons I started. That's actually the only reason I started. Because as you get older, uh, as you get older, older every year, you're putting that suit on way too much to go say goodbye. And, and and I got into it because I wanted to know what's on the other side. I had answers. I had questions I wanted answered. Okay. Know? So, but that was the first time I really started investigating, and that was ah, gosh, I've been private investigator probably ten years, maybe. Or not private resident, private contractor, 10 years. Let me ask you this. This house over by the VA uh, mm-hmm. here in Des Moines, what was it about it that made you think, okay, we should try and investigate this place? Was there What, what experiences did you guys have? Okay, our very first experience, uh, there was a, a, a little cubby above the basement stairs. There was no attic access. So I was cutting an attic access. My brother over there... Uh, cut and shoot rock and my son's over there taping scenes and i'm up there and we had uh this one's radio station you might have heard of it called kdgo on yeah. uh just listening to some cut classic rock and um i heard some conversation going on downstairs right down the stairs from where i was standing so i yelled at my brother and said hey turn that radio off and then we both, we all three of us just stood still. Just let everything go quiet again. And we could all hear the conversation going on downstairs. It was pitch, it was pitch by that down there, no lights on. We all walked downstairs and um, stood there in the darkness and let everything go still. And, of course, when we got down there, the, the conversation stopped because we were, our attention was gone to it at that point. Yeah. yeah. Usually you get an experience when you're not paying attention. But we're all three standing there in the dark, and we all felt this. It was I only felt this three other times, two other times in my life. It was absolute silence. It was deafening. You couldn't hear anything, but like your own heartbeat. That's it weird. Was, yeah, and 
at that point, we went home, didn't even clean up that night. We went home because we were kind of in shock of what just happened. Went home and discussed. And at that point, we decided that we need to start investigating, you know, and I, and I made my own equipment at that time. Most of my EVPs were on a deactivated Motorola cell phone, you know, okay. one of the old ones. Yeah. It was an amazing experience, and I got to this day. I've got I got some knowledge out of that that I can't throw away, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, Will Conkle, uh, he, him, and his uh, lovely wife Jacqueline are the caretakers of Ferrara Elementary. Uh, he's also uh, the head president, CEO, king of CNH Paranormal. Invest- <laughs> I wanted to see what you'd say about all the titles, so. Oh, I, I like it. There you Carry go. On. <laughs> He's the grand poop of, of CNH Paranormal. I also, I, I want to throw somebody, a couple other people's names out there, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, there's actually, technically, there's four caretakers, because there's four on our team. There's Chelsea Conkle, my daughter, and Caitlin Falcon. Never heard and of them. She's my, <laughs> she's my unofficial daughter. Uh, but you know what? Without them two busting their butts, I'm not on the one five one show. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I, I, I gotta, I gotta give them props when props are due, and it is way past you. So anyway, carry I on. just, I want to make sure your wife gets it because uh, she doesn't get enough credit from what right. I understand. I, I agree. <laughs> we can we can we can discuss that later <laughs> when we're discussing them shows and everything. So. There you go. Uh, <laughs> let's fast forward a little bit. So you guys get CNH Paranormal, or excuse me, just uh, uh, just investigating going on going on because CNH Paranormal came came along later, correct? Yes, it actually came um, after we fell into the schoolhouse. Okay, let's let's go to, because that's kind of uh, I don't want to say that that's one of the things you're known for, but I mean honestly, that is one of the things you're known it, for, correct? It it truly is. Uh, well, when we became a part of it, the the owners, the Olivers, told me that okay, you're going to be famous, and I said, I whatever, <laughs> I don't need any of that. Well, it's cause, just because the schoolhouse comes with its own army. Yeah. You know? All right, so uh, basically, um, for those of you who aren't here in Iowa, uh, up north of Des Moines in a uh, little town called Farrar, there is an old uh, uh, schoolhouse that apparently along the way, and this is where the story gets weird for me, because all of a sudden this place comes onto the haunting map, and everyone's like, oh yeah, this place is totally haunted, but it's kind of recently into the news and onto these shows, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so tell us about Farrar Elementary. What what's the story behind this place? This building, this building was built in 1920. It actually started building in 1919. Class commenced in April Fool's Day, 1922. It was a K through 12 at that point. Okay. And uh, this building was is it was just amazing to the people around it. The only other building similar to it was in Des Moines, and at that point, that was a good two day horseback ride. You know, there there's no yeah engines, and if you had a steam engine at that point, you were a really rich person. It had hot, cold running water, flushable toilets, in indoor toilets, uh, electricity, heat. Uh, this is all unheard of. Yeah. And this, so, and this building is legitimately now a hundred years old. It is. Yes. Okay. 
you know, they go through classes for a real long time. Um, when did it officially close? It officially closed in 2004. At what point did this place go from working schoolhouse to a, a place that's getting featured on multiple haunting shows? Okay, well, uh, in 2007, the Olivers came to visit it. There was a uh, theater uh, production that wanted to buy it. Okay. That, that Nancy, I believe it was Nancy's daughter, was a part of. And Nancy and Jim Oliver came to, came to have a look at it, and Nancy just fell in love with it immediately. And she ended up uh, purchasing it. They did. Okay. And uh, they moved in, and what they did at the time, they ran their own business. They they documented uh, weddings and receptions and things and such. Okay. Uh, so they they bought the school fully intended, in, intending to run their own business. As far as I know, it's me and my wife were the only wedding to ever have in that schoolhouse. Because shortly after they bought it, local psychic named Jackie Carpenter. God rest her soul. She lost her battle to cancer. She lived in Maxwell, which is just a little bit further down the road. She's, she's on the way home, and she swung by and knocked on the door and said, Hey, Nancy and Jackie, something's going on in here. I can feel it on the road. Can I, Can we come in and investigate it? And Nancy was intrigued and said, Sure. So Nancy, Nancy's sister, Jackie, and a couple of others went in investigated and on the second floor boys bathroom they were in there with recorders and on the recorder they got a EVP of a little boy in disgust saying she's in the bathroom <laughs> there there was a there was a girl in the boys bathroom so that was unheard of after that Jackie urged the Olivers to open the door so let people experience this and it was it was history after that <laughs> I was going to say, because it was probably, God, it was early on when I was working on the morning show that uh, the first kind of word of this place being haunted and being accessible to people kind of first started coming out. And I can remember we went up there real early on and, uh, you know, did kind of a, we didn't do a full investigation or whatever, but we went and walked around the place. So it's, it's fairly recent that this thing has kind of hit the the haunting map, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, you know, if you if you're talking recent, yeah, it's been a few years, but in a, in, a, in the big picture, uh, you call that recent. Yes. All right. So, uh, schoolhouse. Uh, you know, local psychic. Uh, what? I'm sorry. What was her name again? Jackie Carpenter. Jackie Carpenter. I think I met her one time. She's an amazing lady. Kind of guy. Will Conkle <laughs> joining me on the line right now. Uh, this is 151. You can find out more about us at 151theshow.com. For uh, Will, uh, best places for information on him are CNH Paranormal on Facebook, also Haunting at Ferrar on Facebook, and uh, Haunting at Ferrar.com. Uh, we'll have all that information on the page. Okay, so. Again, we fast forward a little bit in the story. How did you become the caretaker of Ferrar? At what point and, you know, what was kind of the setup to this? We'll, we'll talk about that other guy from New York uh, later. The guy uh, who abandoned Iowa? Yeah, yeah, in the schoolhouse and all of his friends and loved ones, you know. <laughs> uh, 
I heard about this uh, schoolhouse. I was working a refrigeration job, refrigeration maintenance as uh, a field tech. And um, the sales rep came and said, hey, he knew I was kind of interested in this ghost stuff, as he called it. He said, hey, I just went and did a bit on a haunted school. I go, haunted school? What? It's it's like May. It's getting ready for Halloween already, you know? <laughs> He said, no, no, real, real haunted schoolhouse. I go, what? He told me about it, and um, I told him, okay, do me a favor. And that was for the, the furnace and AC and the gym. I said, do me a favor, bid it low, and I'll do it for free. And, uh, well, we didn't get the job, and, you know, now I'm fixing it for free. Uh, <laughs> Funny what you wish for, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about it. I, I, I delved into it online, uh, which... Really quick, I'll tell anybody listening, if you want to ever investigate the schoolhouse, that was my biggest mistake. Delve into anything you see online. Just look at it and write it off as a good little story or video and put it, put it aside. But I did. My kids booked a night for me for Father's Day. Which is awesome. Yes, it was. Uh, I was probably going to be look at, look at this. Now I'm famous and the kids, it's their fault. Uh, <laughs> so I called and I, went, I called the book tonight. One of the things uh, I don't want to say it really bugs me or anything because it doesn't. But one of the things when people find out that you're the caretaker or owner of the schoolhouse, uh, a haunted location, they want to tell you all their ghost stories, right? And it's not a matter of you, you heard one, you heard them all. It's just like sometimes I want somebody to call me and tell me about their cat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I call up and I talk to Nancy to book the schoolhouse. And I'm I'm telling her about this house that I'm remodeling and how haunted it is and what's going on. And, I, and I'm really sure, I told her, if, you know, if I have a contractor remodeling this house, ghosts throwing stuff, talking, all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure she heard, it was like Charlie Brown's teacher. She heard yeah, private yeah, contractor, wah, 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 yeah, yeah, wah. Yeah. Right, so I booked the schoolhouse. I hung up and told her have a good night. And two days later, she calls me and said, "Hey, Jim and I would like you to come to the schoolhouse and look at a couple projects that we have, and we want to get a bid on it." So you know, I'm enthralled by the schoolhouse yet. I haven't even investigated it. I'm just uh, since the first time I, I, I cut my hands around my eyes and peered in that window, it was like a kid in a candy store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas Eve. So they're taking me on a little tour, showing me some some things they needed, and they got up to the top top floor in the auditorium where the stage is. And she says the plaster's coming down in the back. So I I get up and I have a look, and it's it's leaking like a sieve. The roof is. And I said, if we don't fix this leak, you're not going to have any walls in a location anymore. It's going to come crumbling down. So yeah. the first thing I do is fix that. I said, you get the material, and I'll do it for free. I basically got the keys of the front door that day that I still have to this day. <laughs> <laughs> and I, at that point, I became a building engineer. Okay, I was remodeling or not remodeling refurbishing repairing everything that i possibly could and yeah i never wanted any money for it because then it became a job you yeah. know i don't i don't want it to be a job i would love it to be a position but not a job i don't want to make money at it so fix the roof our our night came um we investigated that it started out rather slow because like i said prior I, I looked at everything online. 
and I tried to make that stuff happen for me, and I was becoming disappointed because they weren't happening. Yeah. At the point where I put all the equipment down and I just started trying to have my own experience, that's when it all happened. Okay. But, the, you know, the great thing is, is uh, I don't know if it's so great for me, but after that night, I knew, I was building engineer that night we were investigating, and I never got my money back, and I still had to pay for that night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and at, at that point, we weren't we weren't handling the ghost stuff because that guy from New York was still doing it. Yeah, he was just to stand down. So. The the guy that from New York is Seth Olney, who's you know been on the show uh, once or twice before. <laughs> who Justin and I just have so. We have so much fun just doing stuff to him on Facebook. <laughs> Whenever it comes back to the Bigfoot stuff or whatever, we start we start the memes and the gifts and all that. We Justin and I have such a good time going after yeah. Seth. And I, I, I hope it's one of those things where he likes it too. But Justin and I just have a blast just messing with that dude. Oh, uh, he just Seth loves it. He loves it. It's a tasty <laughs> man. And I, we got to give him a little plug, man. Seems how we're the ones that got him that Vitty Space Award. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, we, <laughs> yeah. We've talked about it uh, once or twice. Uh, you know, congratulations, him. I didn't know until uh, they were going to be on that uh, show a few weeks ago that that was the first time that award has ever been given out, that they won it yeah. the first one. So The first one. Oh, That's him right. and his brother Jesse. He's no good brother Jesse, as I always call him whenever he's on the show with me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh will conkle joining me on the line this is 151 a special uh side jobs edition of the show uh talking about uh will conkle and his time with the paranormal and uh, uh frar elementary i this is going to be the question that everybody asks okay so what's haunted about frar what's the story what you know why is this place all of a sudden being featured on tv shows and such jump back just a little bit why is it haunted which there everybody <laughs> There are uh, there are lots of reasons and stuff that people have come up with, right? Yeah, and I, I don't really call them reasons. I call them theories. Okay. Because reasons would be, you know, valid proof that... Yeah, know. bad choice of words on my part. Yeah, you know, um, it was terrible choice of words, actually, but uh, I, we won't go there. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Will. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's just a little jab for my brother. I Dad, guess. You, you deserve it. <laughs> oh, and now it starts. Uh, uh, I just did. So, now I just so what, what's the story with the place? Uh, you know, we, we've talked about it a lot, but I mean, if you're going to break it down a little bit, what do you think it is? What is it about this place? Is it a good haunting? Is it a bad haunting? Is it... Uh, do you want... It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a mixture of both, really. I'm going to tell you... What I believe, okay, okay, um, and and to me, I know, but I'm gonna say I believe because I'm not gonna trash anybody else's thoughts on the matter because you're too nice. Well, no, <laughs> in, in in the end, that's the only time we're gonna really know. Is yeah. In the end, <laughs> you know, we don't know until a ghost pulls a press conference. We don't know anything. We think we know a lot. Your theory, then? My theory is. That that big giant elm tree out front. Yep. It all goes back to the Indians. I, I say Indians, not Native American, because there was no American men. They they called themselves Indians. So anybody they're going to get all upset at me. I apologize, but I don't. Uh, Will Conkle has <laughs> no bearing on one five one. You can find. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so going back. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Uh, oh anyway, God, good. no. 
Um, <laughs> okay, so you think your theory is that this started a long time ago, that it's not a recent thing, right? Exactly. Yes. Okay. If, if anybody ever goes out there, and and you know, you have to be open to, to everything. I've told you this plenty of times. Uh, you have to be open. You can't you can't go anywhere with any kind of, of doubt, or you're not wide open. You can't see things. Yeah. You can't feel things. But that tree gives off energy, and she's getting close to her time. Her time's almost over. But you can feel the energy coming off of her. At first, I didn't know whether I believed it or not, but I was going to respect it. Uh, David Roundtree from the show Ghost Stalkers uh, is one of the first people that tell me, told me about that tree, and he told me about the energy, and I never felt it. And I had a few psychics tell me I never would because I calm it. Huh. And, you know, Jack, Jacqueline and I have became the flesh and blood of Ferrari. Okay, you got your spirit world in here, but we became the flesh and blood, open for attack, anything, you know. Okay. But they told me that I I calmed it. Well, that wasn't the case. The case was I wasn't open because I was doubting it. It's like I asked him, okay, that tree is half dead. What am I to do if if the if the Indians, which were they were called the Bakoje, uh, later they got their name changed to the by the Sioux Indians to the Iowa, which is where our state gets gets its name. They inhabited that land. And David Roundtree told me that they used that tree in ceremonial rites. Really? Life, death, everything, yes. And I said, I looked at him and I said, okay, that thing's half dead. What am I doing? What should I do to respect that? And he says, do what they would do. Everything was a celebration. Cut it down. He said, first plant tobacco leaves as an offering. Cut it down, burn it, and throw a party around it. Really? So when he told me that, at that point, I'm going to respect that. I'm like, that's, that's what I'm going to do. You know, whether I believe it or not. That's, okay. what, that's what I was saying. Uh, then jump forward a, couple, a, a little while later, uh, Christopher Sutton, Coyote Chris Sutton, he's a shaman, my mentor and brother and friend. He came out, we had a ceremony over by the tree, we all got in a circle and pounded on his drum, saying Indian songs and everything. That was, and, and there's a big longer story to that, and there's a video from Jonah Jones online somewhere of my experience there. But that's the first time I felt that was a year and a half ago. That's the first time I felt that energy. And it was enough that I moved my hand off the tree because it was a shock. <laughs> and uh, well, it's it not, all stems... It's not yeah. every day you get kind of, you know, quote-unquote proof that your magic tree is actually a magic tree. Well, right, it, you know. You know? Um, and, not to, it, and I'm it, not saying it like that to, you know, sound bad, but I mean... When when someone says, hey, the tree has power, conventional thinking doesn't take you down the realm of, okay, the tree has power, you know? Right, right, yeah. You, you look at somebody like they're a kook, and I get it, and I don't, at this point, I'm saying it, and I don't give a crap if they think I'm a kook, but I felt it, you know? Yeah. And, and when it happened, the feeling that came over me, um, I can only best describe it as, Okay, my whole life is a lie. If you can imagine what that feels like, if you find out your whole life is a lie, that's what it felt like. I was brought to my knees and I was in tears, man. 
it was crazy. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to keep her story going and that's what I'm going to do. Are you going to replant, uh, from that tree or try? I to? am. Um, and the great thing is, is, uh, I was, I was told that that's what I would need to do. I'm going, oh, great. You know, I, you know, at that point I cut down trees for money for clients, you know? Yeah. I, I was like, oh, great. I'm, I'm supposed to give her what, what's called a grandson. Okay. I, I'm thinking, how, how am I going to do this? I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to cut them down. Um, <laughs> and then, and then like two weeks later, a team came and Jacqueline and I worked their event. It wasn't really worked their event. We were just there, uh, yeah. and say building engineer status and in, in behalf of the Oliver's. This team came, they're called, uh, Riverside Isle Paranormal. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you know them. And, um, I, we met them and they were like instant family. And I, I told them about this tree and two of the guys on the team brought us out there. Cause I asked, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how to do this. And yeah. brought me out to the tree and they happened to know what I needed to do. Um, right off of her main route, there's fresh shoots coming up. It, when it gets as big as my, my pinky finger, I'm going to cut it. I'm going to root it and I'm going to plant it down the, down the back of the schoolhouse. So, All right. uh, Will Conkle, I got it. There you go. Will Conkle uh, joining me right now, one of the caretakers, one of the many caretakers of Farrar Elementary up in Farrar, Iowa. You can find out more about them. Uh, hauntingatfarrar.com is the main website. Uh, Haunting at Farrar on Facebook and uh, CNH Paranormal. I want to get, we, we kind of teased a little bit ago, the, the the building has been on several ghost shows, correct? Yes, sir. Who do you think's best represented the school? Like, what story, like, uh, that you've seen, and I know that kind of puts you in a tough spot. You know, like, the TV oh. shows, it, you know, I don't ever think that they, they tell the story they want to tell to try and get ratings. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't, mm-hmm. I don't think they give a rip about representing someone's story truthfully, or at least in a way that it happened. Yeah. So uh, let me, let me clarify your, your question is what show best represented or. Okay. You know what, actually let's, uh, how about this? What show best represented the school and what, uh, uh, people, you know, other groups that have been in there that have put out evidence and put out the story of the place, where's the best place for somebody to get information about it? You know, that's, that's a, that's a tough question. Um, First off, Ghost Stalkers, uh, I would say, best represented the schoolhouse. Um, I, I'm upset that they only got two season, uh, one season. But anyway, um, and we can talk about that later if you want. Uh, <laughs> um, as far as... <sighs> because I know, on like, the, I know on the website there's uh, you know some different uh, paranormal encounters at uh, Farrar. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reality and paranormal, and then uh, CCPI, uh, creeps, ghost commandos. Yeah. Oh, yes. If they're if they're ghost commandos, they have to be awesome. They are, man. A couple great guys. <laughs> uh, well, I, I miss them, man. They ain't been back for a while. Uh, they they co-hosted a couple of our events too. Uh, well, what I want to say about that is, see, that's kind of a tough question okay. because, in my opinion, the spirit world affects each person individually. Okay, uh-huh. like um, let's say CCPI, uh, Seth and Jesse's team of many, they felt for our to be 
much darker than I initially did. Okay. Okay. Because it affected them differently. I don't feel that it is as dark as they did. Doesn't really, uh, what's the word I'm going to delegitimize what, what they were going through? They just had a different experience. They had a different experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, because your wife, she thinks uh, there's some fairly dark stuff going on there, right? She does. She do, Yes. You know, when we're investigating, I don't generally myself want to send her somewhere in somewhere by herself if I'm not close by. Uh, and that's husband, soul, and heart, you know? Yeah. I, I, I got to protect her, you know? Well, I just, um, like, there was one of the ghost shows, and I don't remember which one it was, but this guy came screaming out of the place. Yeah. And like it's the most haunted place I've ever been in, and like I, it was such an act. That's why I'm, I, you know, I the TV yeah. stuff always drives me nuts because you, as as it, yeah. as cool as it is for Will Conkle to be on, you know, one of these shows where apparently you <laughs> called for help, <laughs> it, it doesn't get represented right. It doesn't. It doesn't. And you know, uh, and I can't believe you called somebody else for help. Uh, you no, know, you. P- <laughs> and that's a, and that's another thing about well, like what I said about teens about you know it affects each individual yeah. separately. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's probably people on CCPI that didn't feel it to be that dark as well. Well, just going by my own experience in the place, and we've had conversations, and I've never, I don't think I've ever, uh, you know, blown smoke up your ass about it. I, I haven't had a ton of really hardcore paranormal experiences at the place. I and I've right. and I've certainly never had the feeling of there is something dark and menacing here. Yeah. You know? I mean the last time I was there, uh when we uh, for your guys' Halloween event, uh that was probably the best night I've ever had at the place. Yeah, you had some decent experiences then. Yeah. So but uh, but like to for, for me to see these people and have all these really dark stories about the place and then yeah, you know yeah. the, the sense someone running out of the building, I gotta wonder what's what else is going on, you know? Well, you know also as I, as I've said, it affects each person individually. Also, people set themselves up to the dark side as well, you know. Yeah, and uh, and real but, quick, I I, I I don't mean to stop you, but I didn't mean to put you on the spot with some of that. I know that uh, you you have to be kind no. of democratic with, you know, uh, and neutral with some of this stuff. No, it was a it was a really good question, and um, we can we can talk about uh, you know a little bit. We could talk about kindred spirits because I know you didn't want to say that word. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> I ain't saying but, that. <laughs> but jumping back, um, jumping back, uh, as I was getting ready to say, um, people set themselves up for the darkness, right? Yeah. Like there'll, there'll be times when Jacqueline will go in there and she'll be. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm, I, 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 I talk more redneck than anything. Some big words. I know them, but I don't use them. <laughs> She'll be apprehensive. Okay. Okay. Going in. And that's generally, in my opinion, when she's going to get something dark. She's not manifesting it, but she's opening herself up. I always tell everybody. If you have any kind of feelings in your heart going into a place other than happy, do not go because you're weak. You're, you're opening up for any kind of attack. Okay. Me, 
Uh, you've heard me say this before. I've never felt the fear. I'm a little jealous about it. Sasquatch, different story. Uh, but uh, completely different story. As far as the spirit realm, I've never felt the fear. And I'm not saying that as, look at look at Will. He's a badass. I'm not. I'm not yeah. a badass. But a good friend of mine, uh, his name's Richard Stepp. He's Englishman, he's a first responder and an author. He wrote a book about the schoolhouse and I just happened to be able to give him a tour and and Jacqueline and I rolled with him a couple times uh, during their week stay. And most of it, I get the book and I'm reading it and most of it to me is pure fiction just because it's got me pegged as a badass. <laughs> uh, I mean, you do give off that kind of pers- uh you know, you you have the kind of that look of seven foot tall motorcycle riding badass. <laughs> I go. Uh, I was told that I look like Chris Christopherson. Whistler. I, you're uh, in I'll the ballpark. I, I'll go with it, man. He's a good looking old man. <laughs> <laughs> that or uh, uh, Sam Elliott, if he was a little taller and wore a beard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, okay, so beef. It's less for dinner. <laughs> you tried that's the important thing yeah, i tried yeah. <laughs> uh will conco joining me on the line he is uh one of the caretakers of Ferrar elementary up in Ferrar, iowa just having a conversation with him uh as we kind of make our way through a world owned by covid19 let me ask you this uh what's going on with the school right now is it just kind of closed down i know the olivers live there still correct yes yes but yeah like uh we had uh april april 12th we had a uh a study hall oh uh, did you well we didn't have it but we had it scheduled oh okay and, gotcha and we had to we had to move it to to uh may okay so that is if we open up then okay so if somebody wants to come check out study hall which is it's essentially uh people can come in you know any walk of life you don't have to be part of a paranormal group right and you can explore the building correct yes yes we have we have uh we have uh we we run you through the history of the schoolhouse uh you know paranormal experiences we've had and uh we have a group investigation and then free room where you just go around and do everything you know on your own if you want or we're available it's a lot of fun i i think it is yeah well you know we get returning returning guests that we now call family so we've got to be doing something right or at least the schoolhouse is and if people want to know more about that either the uh, website looks like there's a calendar up there uh and haunting at Ferrar on Facebook, correct? Yes, and uh generally the events that we throw, the Ferrar sanctioned events, because other teams also have events as well of their own. Uh you can go to CNH Paranormal on Facebook and click the events button. Any final thoughts about Ferrar you want to throw out there? Um I miss it. It's been a little bit since I've been there. I'm sure it's really dirty right now. I need to get that cleaned up, but uh no, it's it's grabbed a hold of Jacqueline and I, and it's it's actually I hate to say it, but it's kind of been a blessing to back away for just a little bit. Because you just get so entangled in it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and I've had some changes in the personal life that uh, I need to focus on. So it's it's kind of been so so. <laughs> 
COVID nineteen's kind of been a blessing for it, you know. <laughs> You're not working yeah. at home. It is no blessing. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> you know, if these non-essentials would just stay home, I could stay working. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, we'll we'll get all this uh, information on uh, the site. Uh, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time tonight. I appreciate it, man. Uh, it's always good to talk to you. And listen, I, I'm not going to lie. A couple weeks ago, I was so itching to go ghost hunting. And, and it sucked so bad because everything was shut down. I was like, oh, God, I wish Ferrar was open right now. Yeah. So, yeah, you know where we're going in August? Uh, where? Waverly Hill Sanitarium. Are you really? In Kentucky, yeah. How did you Fuck land that? Buddy. A uh, buddy of mine uh, from uh, Henry County Paranormal called up and he says listen i'm trying to gather up a dream team superstars to, to go so i paid my paid me and jack one share and um he's got it booked so hopefully uh you know the corona doesn't screw up the scheduling so well i know it screwed but, up uh didn't it screwed up uh uh jonah's deal yes it did down yeah. in uh missouri uh missouri state pen wasn't it yes sir so and that that's that place is a joy too. I, we went down there and got got some new good friends and family from there too. Hey, real quick, and I know we're getting a little long in the tooth here. What is the most haunted place you've ever been to? I'm, you know, and this isn't just. I, 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 I'm besides Ferrar. Uh, besides Ferrar, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make you work for this one. I'd say MSB. What's New that? State. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I uh, I do know that uh, a lot of people would say Edinburgh, but and, and I'm not going to doubt that because we've had several chances for us to go, and for some reason, every single time, right at the last minute, something in life gets in the way. Oh, really? So, and we've been dying to go. But I've never been there not, either. Edinburgh Manor. I've never yeah. been there. And, and you know, everybody says it wrong. Oh, really? And, yeah, they say Edinburgh. It's, it's like, uh, what is, it, is it Scotland? Scotland. 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 Edinburgh. Huh, I did not know that. All right. Yeah. Cool? Yeah. All right, well, we'll so, let you get going tonight. Thank you again so much, uh, Will Conkle, uh, one of the caretakers of Farrar Elementary. Who else are the caretakers? Jacqueline and uh, your daughter and uh, your other make-believe daughter or whatever yeah. it was? Chelsea Conkle and Caitlin Falcon. There you go. Uh, you can find out more about uh, CNH Paranormal. Facebook page is uh, at CNH Paranormal, uh, at Haunting at Farrar or Haunting at Farrar.com. Will, thanks so much, bud. Thanks for having me, brother. Will Conkle from Haunting at Farrar and CNH Paranormal. We'll have all the details at the bottom of the page. This has been a special Side Jobs edition of 151 The Show. We're sponsored by Skeleton Wine. You can find out more about them at their website, SkeletonWine.com, or on their Facebook page, at Skeleton Vineyards. As for us, you can find out more about us at 151theshow.com or thisstationswebsite.com. We're on social media, at 151theshow, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to like, share, and follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, and any other platform you can find us on. That's going to do it for us. Have a great rest of the night. We'll see you next time.